Hey y'all, what's up? Um, welcome back to a new podcast. Welcome to Sit Down Be Humble. My name is Hannah Humble and I'm the host of this podcast. If you're new here, welcome. If you've been here before, again, welcome. I just love you guys so, so, so much. I know that's so cliche to say, but I really, really do. And if I don't know you or you don't know me, reach out to me. I would love to get coffee with you. I would love to chat, talk, text, whatever. So whoever you are, love to get to know you. This is a podcast where you belong. Doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, what family you come from, what you do in life. You have a place here and you belong and I want to be your friend. So um, this is a podcast where we're going to talk about everything. We talk about a lot of topics that, you know, most people don't talk about in their normal lives or maybe it's just like fun jokes. But today I'm going to call this podcast and I have like, I've been jotting down little notes on my uh, notebook. I'm just, I'm trying to describe what it looks like. It's a notebook that has pizza all over it. Not like, I mean, like it looks like... whatever it's a pizza notebook that I've had since probably sixth grade and I just found it in my drawer so we're drawing on notes this podcast name is going to be called if I could go back and it might be a little weird looking at it like if I could go back to what is it like a specific story not exactly this is this episode's being stemmed off of a question I got asked a while ago and it said if you could tell your younger self one piece of advice what would it be and why And I just think that there is so much to talk about with this question that why not make a whole podcast about it? Because we have all been in those situations where you're like, why the heck did I just do that? Like, if I could take that back in an instant, I would pay like, I don't know, $500 just to take that one moment back to help from embarrassment or whatever you had going on. Like, we all wish we could take back some stuff. And this is just some advice that I would tell my younger self or just even people around me because of things that I've gone through and how I learned from these experiences. So without further ado, let's get on into this advice that I'd tell my your past self. All right, I'm gonna start with kind of a lighthearted one because I feel like a lot of people, if you only know me from like the podcast or my Instagram, you guys probably think I'm like super put together. I promise you I am not put together at all. I'm actually really, really, really crazy. And that's a good, I mean, I, th- I like to think it's a good crazy. I can be a lot sometimes, but Um, one thing that you will find if you ever meet me in person is that I will make a joke out of anything. And that's, I don't, I really don't understand why. I've always kind of been like that, but no matter what situation I'm in, I will make a joke out of it. And okay, not every situation, that's a lie. But most situations, especially if I'm with friends, there's going to be a joke made and they're going to be really cheesy. And a lot of people don't find them funny, but you'd be surprised how many people find them funny. So I'd say make the corny jokes because people may think you're hilarious. Let's give an example. I really don't know what, I mean, like I told y'all the school bus joke a long time ago. I think anti-jokes are the funniest jokes in the entire world. This one's probably a little bit dark. Okay, I don't know if dark's a word. Um, And me and and my friend Eli have talked about this joke. It's kind of a running joke because it's so not funny that it's hilarious. It's like, why did Sally fall off the swing? because she died (laughs) like like it's not funny so that's why it's so okay whatever hopefully that's like the first little good piece of advice so make those jokes someone's gonna think you're funny I guarantee it I can tell you right now me and my friend group shout out Katie Abby and Manon we think everything is funny like I can't even get into this because we will make a joke out of everything but I'm gonna move on because that's just kind of the lighthearted the lighthearted advice I'd tell my younger self because I'd get really embarrassed about saying something that I would think would be funny in the moment. And sometimes it's not funny in the moment and no one laughs and you get that awkwardness, but then you can just laugh to yourself because you're like, why did I just say that out loud? That's so embarrassing for me. But guess what? 
I guarantee you have not said as many embarrassing jokes as I have. So live with that. Um, be funny because it's, it's funny and I would laugh. Okay, next one. Life is meant to be a, like, life is meant to be taken one day at a time. And this is kind of a serious one, but it's something that I've been having to learn myself, but especially when I'm going through those days and I'm questioning, what am I supposed to be doing with my future? Like, I feel like I'm supposed to be going and studying this or working at this job or being with these friends. And then I get something in my head and I'm like, what am I doing here? I feel like this is not at all what I'm supposed to be doing, where I'm supposed to be at, or, you know, what is my future going to look like? How much money am I going to make? Who am I going to marry? Um, and all these questions are valid. These questions are going to be questions that we're all going to have in the backside of our mind. We're all going to be thinking about, we're going to be talking about, but at the same time, we don't have to, we don't have to know the future because if we knew the future, then we wouldn't have to trust God that he knows the future. And that's where faith comes in, knowing that God has a plan and a purpose for our lives and that he's going to use us to fulfill that purpose. So when I say life is meant to be taken one day at a time, there is a one of my favorite parts of the entire Bible, which, by the way, my, I'm, I'm getting two more tattoos at least probably sometime this year because I just, I'm a tattoo girl. If you guys don't know, I do have a tattoo. Everyone's surprised when I say I have a tattoo, but I just love tattoos, especially like the fine ones. My tattoo right now says Yahweh in Hebrew, but it's on my wrist. But the next one I'm getting next to, one's going to be four-leaf clover. I'll get into that a whole different thing, but that's a God wink for me. I see four-leaf clovers all the time. But where the story comes in is I want little birds like kind of on my forearm just to remind me of the verse that I picked out for this and it's Matthew 6. I mean, the whole the whole chapter of Matthew 6 is kind of crazy because it's so for today's time. A lot of people look at the Bible and they read it and they're like, well, these people back then couldn't relate because they don't have the same experience as we do, which is right to a certain extent. Maybe these people back then didn't have social media and, you know, the triggers that we have today or they don't, they're not going to be going through the same experiences as us, obviously, because we've developed and we've grown so much in our society, but they still had struggles. They still had probably even more struggles in a different way than we do, so they can understand, they can relate, but I'm going to say this verse, and it's going to make sense. We are, so it's Matthew 6, 34. We are not to be anxious about the future or even tomorrow, for every day has its own trouble, and that's crazy. I mean, I think Matthew 6, 28 it is. It's talking about how God takes care of the birds in the sky and he dresses the lilies. He feeds the birds in the sky. He dresses the lilies. So how much more does he love us? How much more is he going to take care of us? And I mean, I talk about this in every podcast episode probably because it's something that God tells me and reminds me every single day. God puts desires in your hearts for on your heart for a reason. And he knows those, those desires. He wants to fulfill those desires, especially for the good of him. And God talks about how he works all things out for the good of those who love him. And I mean, this verse right here says we're not to be anxious about the future or um, tomorrow because every day has its own troubles to worry about. And the first time, I mean, like I was, I would always hear this and be like, yeah, I'm going to take it one day at a time. But when you're stressed out, you don't really think about this. And I remember having a conversation with one of my greatest mentors, shout out Kayla Henry, if you're listening to this, y'all, she is awesome. But one day she just, she sent a, vo- a voice memo to me and I was talking about like college and this was a few months ago because I was asking her, I'm like, should I join a sorority? Like, is this something that I should do? And it was something that I was stressing about. And it sounds so silly now that I'm 
I've already been through this, but it's not silly in the time being. So if you feel like you're going through something that feels silly, there's nothing silly about it. You are totally valid for having those questions and those thoughts. But Kayla said something and she was talking about how ministry every day is, maybe it's ministry, maybe it's the work that you want to do or the people that you want to have. God doesn't want us to worry about the future because something can change in an instant. And she basically was like, our ministry is to go every single day. Like God could tell us something totally different. Like I just said, I mean, like one day you could be, you know, talking to one group of friends and the other day you could be talking to a totally different group of friends. And if you're so caught up in worrying about what's coming in a year from now than what's coming tomorrow or what's happening today, then you're just going to be stressed out. And God doesn't want us to have that stress. God is the God of peace and the peace of the Lord just surpasses all understanding and he is our comforter. He is our great comforter and I just love him. So that's gonna, my, that's my little spiel on how life is meant to be taken a day at a time. So if you're worried about the future, totally valid. Guess what? I worry about the future all the time, but I'm here to tell you that God does not want us to worry about our futures. Um, I really feel like someone right now is worried about money in the future um, with their job that they think that they have a desire for, I just want to let you know that God is never going to leave you stranded. He will never leave you astray. He will never leave you stranded because he loves his people. He loves his children and he's not going to abandon them. So that's for someone. If that's for you, keep it in your heart. If you want to let me know, let me know. I would love to you know, talk to you about it, pray with you about it. But anywho, we're moving on to the next piece of advice. Okay. This one is a little bit difficult for me sometimes. And It's just because as humans, we're going to lack some self-control. We're going to lack some peace of mind when we don't go to the Lord about these things. And it's, you have control on how you move forward in your given circumstances. You're probably not going to be able to control your circumstances because if we could control the things going on around us, we'd probably all be living a perfect life, right? I mean, I wouldn't have gone through the serious crap I've gone through because I just... I mean, I didn't choose to go through that stuff, but you can't help the things that are going to happen. They're inevitable. We live in a sinful world and sin's going to happen. It's, it's, it just is, but you have the control on your attitude and how you're going to go about that situation. I'm trying to put in like a perspective that a lot of people would understand because it's a lot easier said than done. And I'm not saying that's an easy thing to do. I mean, I still struggle with it sometimes and I've really been working on this for a long time. I'm going to get, I mean, I keep bringing up like the change of just like life itself. Life is going to have changes and some of the changes are going to be really, really hard. Let's just say you break up with your girlfriend or you break up with your boyfriend and life feels like you have no purpose. You have no healing that's going to be done because you just feel so empty and you feel like nothing can be done about it. You could choose to sit in you know, pity and go to yourself, which is okay. You're allowed to sit in sadness. You're allowed to sit in sorrow because Jesus wept and sadness is a, such a fair thing to feel. But at the same time, you have control on how you're going to act towards that person or that circumstance, or, you know, is this going to make you grow from this? Or are you going to go back to your old ways because it gives you that satisfaction and that comfort? Like, I'm speaking just in general. If you are someone who relies on alcohol for stuff like that, maybe that gives you comfort in the time being, but then you think about it right after it happens. You're like, gosh, I shouldn't have done that. Like, I feel so much guilt. I feel so much shame. First of all, you don't have to feel shame and guilt because God took that away from you or Jesus took that away from you when he died on the cross. But anywho, totally different story. Um, Nothing is going to satisfy you and give you peace like Jesus. 
And it sounds crazy to say unless you've experienced the peace of the Lord in a way that is so crazy that you just don't know how, like, I don't know how to put it in words because it's just crazy. It is literally just insane and something that you can't comprehend unless you've experienced the Holy Spirit in that way. I always bring up my mom being in the hospital because that was a crazy time. Like, who would have thought that my mom, who I talked to on a daily basis over and over again, would be in the hospital in a coma for three months? And, I mean... Was it the easiest thing in the world? No, but I could control my attitude and how I was going to move forward because God also uses the things that you go through that may be the suckiest situation that you could have thought about. And maybe you're angry with God because of the things you're going up, but, um, or the things you're going through, the things that you have gone through, maybe you still hold on to that anger and you're just mad at life and you're like, well, you know, if God was really there, then he would be... He would keep these things from happening, but guess what? That is just not how how it works. We live in a sinful world, like I keep saying, but God is there to give you peace, and He's there to help you with the um, with the moving forward on this. It's a lot of part of like the stages of grief. Moving forward is always the final thing, and guess what? You can have that final solution because you have Jesus. He's gonna give you the revelation that you need because of the hard things that you've gone through. And you can use that to help other people who are going to be going through the same thing as you are. Because I can promise you that if you have gone through something that you feel so alone in, there is someone probably closer than you would have ever imagined that are going through or have gone through the same exact thing. So be vulnerable. It's hard to do, but be vulnerable and just remember that you have control of the circumstances or not the circumstances. I'm going to say that again. Rewinding. You don't have control about your circumstances, but you do have control on how you go about those circumstances. And take that with what you will. It's a lot easier said than done. And this is not me preaching to you. This is just me being real with you because if someone were to tell me this a long time ago, I think it would have saved me from a lot of heartache and a lot of pain and anxiety just because circumstances are going to happen. Bad things are going to happen. Life sucks sometimes, but God is there and he wants you to go forward in a positive way because he's... Super, 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 super cool like that. Next one. Life is meant to be fun, y'all. I'm like, I'm a, I, t- I keep bringing up, I'm like crazy. Like, I just, I love to have fun. I'm a very spontaneous person. That's not me trying to be quirky at all. I, I, I cringe every time I say that. Um, <laughs> I promise you. Which, by the way, everyone keeps asking about the whole skydiving situation. Y'all, I really need to plan a day to skydive. Emma, if you're listening, text me because... We need to plan a day to skydive because we, st- guys, we never got a refund on that. We just have to, we just have a voucher. We just got to go to do it, which obviously I still want to go, but it's just been a little bit hectic since we're both two hours away now. Okay. Life is meant to be fun. God wants you to have fun. You can have fun. Or if you're listening and you're not a Christian, you can still have fun. But if there's something holding you back from the love of God and maybe you're like, uh, being a Christian just sounds so boring. Like you can't do anything as a Jesus person liar liar sorry that's not to you that's just to like your brain telling you that stuff because it's absolutely psycho and crazy insane um also I don't know how loud I'm talking I'm probably yelling so if the audio is really really loud I apologize in advance um yeah so life is meant to be fun Jesus had fun with his disciples Jesus had friends um so many people in the bible just talk about having like the best time like God wants I mean I whatever we're sorry my words I just I'm so passionate about this. When I had the conversation with Savannah and Olivia a few podcast episodes ago, I think it was two podcast episodes ago, um, Savannah said, he was like, she's like, God is a God not of rules, but a God of life and death. And so when you're alive, he wants you to live the fullest, which goes into my next one, which is 
YOLO. I would like to think that all of y'all know what the term YOLO means. If not, let me put it to you. Y-U-O only. L live O once. So you only live once. YOLO. Everyone says this all the time and I say it all the time because of course you live a second second life, especially like if you're if you have Jesus in your heart, you are going to live again in a totally different time um, when you, you know, move on from this world. But when you're on life, I just, I'm just so passionate about how God gives us these desires and these dreams and these goals for us to live out, especially if they're goals for him and his future or and his upbringing. Um, live out those goals. Dream bigger than you think that you could have ever dreamed. Don't let one person and maybe what they've said to you disregard everything that you've thought about all the dreams all the crazy things that you've thought about doing because you have a passion for doing it keep dreaming those crazy things because I guarantee you God can work those things out for the good of him and he wants us to have fun he wants us to live um like we're gonna die you know that one song is like I'm not gonna keep singing it because I'm not a singer but you guys know exactly what I'm talking about um shout out whatever his name is Tim what's his name Tim something why can't I think of it Tim McGraw Tim McGraw there we go I don't know why that didn't go up my mind but anywho YOLO life is meant to be fun especially with Jesus y'all if you are hesitant about who Jesus is and you just have heard bad things about the rules you have to follow please let me know please contact me because I would love to talk about how much fun life is with Jesus and just like logistics about it because it's crazy and it's wild and it's so so much fun so yolo and just have fun in life all right the next one is something that i i mean i have still not fully come out of this area or this stage of life and i don't think anyone's ever going to be done with this part because it's just something that god craves for us so bad and it's friendship i said the right people and friends will come to you in the right time and it it might seem lonely when you don't have your group of people, and I know that feeling. I've talked about this in the last friendship thing. Girl, I have so much to talk about friendships. I keep saying this, but there's going to be more specifically about this in another podcast episode. But um, keep praying for the friends that you want. Pray for the friendships that you want because God will always exceed those expectations, and the right people will come at the right time. God's not surprised by the people you're hanging out with right now. He already knows the people. I mean, a lot of it has to do with free will, but... He knows the friends that you're going to have before you even have them. So be expectant of the friends that you're going to have and the people you're with. If you're in high school, you're in college, and you're like, why am I in this class with all these people? Like, these people don't agree with anything I'm saying, or these people don't talk to me. Guess what? God has placed you in that specific room for a reason, and he's he's allowing you the opportunity to go talk to those people make friends because who knows? Maybe your best friend could be sitting right in front of you. Like, I mean, maybe that won't happen happen but maybe you can witness to someone or just be a smile to someone who's having a really really bad day you know you never know what other people are going through and just knowing that you're set in a specific place for a purpose just kind of changes the way that you view things it really does so the right people and the right friends will come in your time and don't stress about it I mean it's it's sad and it feels lonely when you don't have your group of friends but they'll come to you I promise you they will and it kind of goes into the next one, which is you are who you hang out with. There's a literal scientific fact. Um, this has been like proven literally so many things. It's not like necessarily like biblical or Christian, but it's 
the five people that you hang out with the most, those are the most people who are, or that's the, what am I trying to say? The five people you hang out with the most are going to be the most influential in your life. And that's just because you hang out with a bunch of people. I guarantee you probably hang out with more than five people, but the people that you hang out with the most, think about their attributes, their characteristics, and ask yourself how much of those characteristics are being poured out and shown to you. Like, are you showing those specific characteristics more since you've been hanging out with them? Like, maybe you have a best friend and she likes to be sarcastic and then you find yourself becoming sarcastic with her. That's just an example. Like, you are who you hang out with. Um, hang out with your people. Like, find your people and, you know, you can hang out with them. But also, I'm, that's not to say, don't only hang out with five people. Um, I'm a floater. I've always said I'm a floater. I love to hang out with so many different groups of people because I connect with so many people um, from so many different groups. I just feel like I just said the same thing like three times. You guys know what I mean. But um, just be a friend to everyone because you are who you hang out with, but choose your friends who you choose to stick close with wisely because those people influence you more than you may think they do. And that's just a proven fact. And it makes a lot of sense, you know, because if you're hanging out with someone who's complaining all the time, maybe you will find yourself complaining a little more because you want to, I mean, human human character itself, we're going to want to, like, be like the people we're hanging out with so that we can bond with them and try to find things to connect to. It's human nature to want to connect to the people around you, and if they're doing something that you don't necessarily agree with, but it impresses them and it gives you a conversation and that's who you hang out with a lot... Maybe you're going to change into something similar to that, but that's just an example. So you are who you hang out with and the right people will come at the right time. So if you're asking why am I not having these friends, why do I feel like I'm lonely, keep praying for it, keep being expectant for it. I'm interceding with you so that you find your people, you find um, the friends that God wants you to be with because once you find them, take them and shit with it because it's so much fun. Okay, so this is probably the biggest piece of advice that I would give my younger self or just to anyone who's listening. And I've honestly gone, like, I feel like I've grown so much in this aspect, which is why I feel like I have a lot to say about it. So if you are taking notes, which I'm guaranteed probably none of you guys are taking notes, but I just wanted to make myself feel a little bit better about myself. Um, just, that was a joke. That was a joke. Okay, moving on. This is a quote Actually, this is not a quote. I just made this up. But I'm going to say it's a quote from me. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. I'm going to say it in three, two, one. People will judge you for anything. Anything you do, people are going to judge you. So you might as well be judged for doing the things that you love or for the things that you know is right. And I'm going to say it again because I just, or the last part, you're going to be judged. Or just going to sum it up, okay? You're going to be judged for anything, no matter what you do. You can be doing the wildest things, not just sitting there. Like, anyone can judge you for anything. So you might as well be judged for things, for doing the things you love or for the things that you know are good. So if you're scared of, okay, I'm going to use this as an example because I'm thinking of someone very specific right now um, who has a very, very good singing gift. And it's obviously from the Lord. If you have a gift for anything and you just feel like you're scared to use it, this is for you. I just want to let you know, do it anyways, because you're going to be judged no matter what you do. And if we're constantly living for fear of what the peers or the people around us are thinking, then we're not going to live a life to the fullest. That's just not how, that's just not going to happen. Because if we're constantly thinking about, oh my gosh, this, this girl is not going to like me. This boy's not going to like me. If I 
do something that I know I should. Like, if I walk this little old lady across the street by, I'll leave my friends on the sidewalk by themselves for a few seconds, like, I'm gonna be so judged. Like, oh my gosh, if I sing on stage, even though I know that I'm supposed to be doing this, but what if there's a really cute boy and he's just over there and he's judging me? Or what if people are just in the back of their mind thinking about that? I can promise you, I can promise you, if you are doing the things for God, you are going to find fruit from that thing, especially from those gifts. God gives people specific gifts for a reason, and you know your gift. So I don't even have to mention that because maybe your gift is, I was talking about this in kids ministry a few weeks ago, we were talking about creativity. Every person is made with creativity. And if you haven't found it yet, ask God to reveal that creativity for you because I guarantee you have some sort of unique creativity. It could be singing. It could be building things. It could literally be like art or drawing or speaking or writing. Find that unique gift that God has given with God has given you and go for it because he has obviously given you that gift and he wants you to use it to further his kingdom. He wants you to use it to further your friends, your friend group, the people that you hang out with. He uses all these things to just... Oh, I just can't go into it enough, but um, anywho, you're going to be judged no matter what you do, so you might as well do it with the things you love. This goes a lot with um, Jesus people and Christians because it's really embarrassing if we're being completely honest with ourselves to go up and pray with someone, to pray for someone. If God gives you someone and he's like, oh my gosh, it happened, it happened today actually in the commons, which is kind of like the big place where everyone studies, and I was so embarrassed to read it. Or to like, well, actually, I'll just say this after, but, um, God like gave this girl to me and she, he was, he just kept highlighting her to me over and over again for like probably an hour. And he was like, you need to go pray for this girl. And I just kept telling myself, nope, I will not be doing that because there are so many people in here and it's kind of quiet. I was in the upstairs area. So more people were like quieter and just not talking. And God literally was like, Hannah, you have to go pray for this girl. And I did not want to because I was like, this is so embarrassing. What are people going to think about me? Um, I had friends in there who don't know me for my, like, you know, it's just, it can be embarrassing. And just don't feel guilt about feeling that embarrassment because it's just something that's going to happen no matter what. But anywho, um, went up and prayed for her. Ended up being something she needed. Moral of the story, go do the things that you know you're supposed to be doing, especially if you know they're right and the good things to do. Do it because who cares what people think? You're probably not going to see half the people in the next five minutes anyways, so... There's that for you. Also, I want to give a shout out to this book. Shout out to Emline, actually. So, Emline, if you're listening, love you, girl. She actually gave me this book recommendation. It's called Children in the Supernatural. Anywho, I'm only like 30 pages in, but it low-key made me want to cry. It was just, oh, so far, it's just so good. But I don't know. If you guys need a book recommendation, go on Amazon. I don't think it was super expensive, but it's called Children in the Supernatural. God just uses children so much, so it's pretty crazy. I don't really know where I was going with that, but I just want to let you know that I was reading that book, and it's pretty awesome. All right, next one. Let me, oh, wait, I think I, okay, I was, I was always saying, I think I lost it, but I found it. Um, have more confidence in yourself. I would tell my younger self this over and over and over and over again, and something that makes me feel better, and I don't, I mean, we don't actually know how many people do this, but it kind of makes you feel a little bit good when you think about it. I saw this TikTok like a few, um, probably like a year ago, and it was like, imagine how many people have walked by you and said like a compliment in their head about you, and you just have no idea. Or what if like some, I don't know, just like little thoughts like that. Like, I guarantee that's happened to you at least a few times this week, and if not, 
Tell yourself that. I guarantee it did. I mean, we don't know, but have more confidence in yourself. I would tell younger Hannah this so much. Like I've told y'all, I've had problems with like self-worth, self-image, and that's something that doesn't necessarily go away all the time, but it gets a little bit easier when you know who your worth comes from. When you know that your worth is from God and you know your worth is not from, you know, the friends you hang out with or how much food you ate for the day or your major, what you're studying, what your grades are, where you work. Like, you are not defined by that. You are not defined by the people you hang out with. God says you are loved. God calls you apart. He has called you for a purpose. And you are just not an exception to everyone else. And that's not me being rude. That's just saying, like, you are as loved as the person next to you because God has created us all for his image and all from his image. So if you're thinking that you're not beautiful, I want you to change your mind. And this is not not just for girls. I know there's a lot of guys who listen to this podcast. Um, Guys are beautiful too. It literally says you are fearfully and wonderfully made and your works are, are good and we know that full well. So no matter who you are, if you're feeling that sense of unworthiness, maybe it's because someone let you down and people are gonna let you down. But have more confidence in yourself because of who the Lord has already called you, who he's already said you are. Like, he has already called you apart. He's already called you chosen. And you were born for such a time as this. And it's Esther 4, 14. Um, I, I think it's crazy. I am such a Gen Z advocate. I say this all the time because I just think that this, like, generation is going to be the generation of revival. I really, really do think that. If you guys want to talk to me more about that, please hit me up because it's just really, really wild and I can talk about that forever. But anywho, Gen Z has something, has like a curse on them just about like suicide and, oh, which by the way, it's Suicide Awareness Month. Um, Would love to acknowledge that because it's a very, very, very real thing. And if you're struggling with that, I would love to pray for you. I'd love to talk to you about it. Let me know getting off track. Anywho, um, but there's just such a curse because so many people in this generation believe so many lies said about them just because of maybe something someone on the internet has said about them or their parents. There's a lot of generational curses and let me tell you, generational curses are real, but I just want to break those off right now in Jesus' name if you're dealing with generational curses because they're just not for you. They're not for Gen Z and we're better than that. So period slay. We are going to be a crazy generation. So have confidence in yourself, have confidence in the skill that you know you have and the friends that you know you could get. And that boyfriend or girlfriend relationship, keep the standards high because you know your worth deep down inside. And I want you to keep that worth and hold it to you because that's just what God wants us to do. And it's pretty crazy. It's pretty wild. And I just, I keep saying pretty crazy and wild. There's also a song that I am obsessed with. If you guys would listen to worship music, it's called like MBL worship. And it's like, your love's wild. It's crazy. Okay, I need to quit singing because I'm literally not a singer. Anywho. Oh, I wanted to tell a story about yesterday. It's actually really funny. A bunch of people who are, if you're on my private story, and you've, or you've probably seen it. If you're not on it and you want to be on it, let me know. But anywho, me and Abby Hinton, shout out Abby. Also, I got my new, I got like my little sorority family and it's just so fun. So, fun. so shout out Bella, who's my big. And then Abby, which is my little grandma. And then um, Briley, who's my great-grandmother. Anywho, um, me and Abby were invited to this leadership conference (laughs) in Nashville. And if you guys don't know, Bowling Green is an hour from Nashville. So it's not super far, but it is kind of out of the way. And it was like the conference was supposed to be at 12 to 2. So we took off classes for the day. We were were just prepared to go to Nashville. And we went, we drove an hour, got to this venue, and we were like, 
what in the ghetto? Like, I am so confused. Where is everyone? Come to find out, we drove all this way for it to be next Wednesday. Like, literally the next week, which is fine. But we just thought it was hilarious. We're like, just give it to us to be gullible and to believe literally anything, which a lot of it's my fault because she was going off what I was saying, but I didn't, I never checked. I was going off what someone else was saying. Um, don't do that. If that's a little lesson for you, don't check for yourself or just do for yourself. But anyways, we made a shopping trip out of it and we went to Green Hills and got cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory. So I love cheesecake so, so much. If you guys want to have a key to my heart there's actually so many ways to have a key to my heart i'm gonna should I make a list of a key to my heart so i can just like ask people to give me stuff that's a joke but cheesecake and ice cream are at the top of the list and sweet tea from chick-fil-a specifically i think i'm gonna go get one before i have to go babysit anywho um so we shopped i got one sole t-shirt from zara and it was ten dollars shout out zara because they actually have pretty good prices i really wanted to buy a pair of jeans but i was like probably not the best uh decision financially because i need to save my money and that just is what it is. But anywho, we made a shopping trip out of it. We can't go next Wednesday, but, you know, it was a fun time. And I just, I'm a Nashville girly. I say that all the time. I just, I love that place. So, near and dear to my heart. So, there's your little funny story for us just driving to Nashville for n- no reason at all. So, yeah, that's the end of advice. All right. I just, I'm so glad that you guys came and decided to trust me and to listen to this podcast. I love y'all so, so, so much. If you guys need someone to talk to you about things, please let me know if you have my number. You know, text me, shoot me a DM. My Instagram is handle is humble and my podcast Instagram is sit down, be humble pod. If you have topics you want me to talk about, ask me and I will keep it completely anonymous. I just, I love you guys and you belong here if you need someone to talk to. I'm also here. Get ready for next week's episode because we're going to be having a very special guest, so near and dear to my heart. It's just going to be a great a great time and I can't wait to talk to whoever it may be. So um, tune in next week and it's just going to be so much fun. Love y'all.